0: Hello and welcome to the Inner Know podcast with Janelle Bridge, where we talk about everything spiritual development. Let's go. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to my podcast. So, today I want to speak into a couple of things. First thing on my mind that I want to talk to you all about is essentially how and why people fail to show up for you, right? So I know that we've all been through it. (laughs) I know that we've all had moments this year so far and over our lives, of course. But this year so far where we've felt that people are flaky or people are falling off or people are not supporting us in the way that we would wish them to. Now, one thing that I preach, talk about a lot and often fail to remember for myself is that people can only show up for you as deeply as they can show up for themselves, right? And so many people cannot show up for themselves. This is actually a rarity in this day and age that people show up deeply for themselves. So someone can only show up for you how they are showing up for themselves. And their responsibility is to show up for themselves before they show up for you, right? And then if you view these people and how they're living their lives, they're actually not even showing up for themselves, they're not meeting that bare minimum requirement to even think about showing up for you because they're not showing up for themselves. And that can be for a number of reasons. You know, it can be because they've got crazy external circumstances. It can be because there's a lot going on in their external world or even their internal world. But if you are like a deeply grounded human being, um, someone who has a really great sense of stability in their lives, that can often come from childhood that can often come from having a really stable relationship at home and family unit the one that you come from and the one that you create Um, but also being connected with the earth connected with spirituality and all of the things can really help us to be really grounded in this lifetime now there are many people and many people who I love deeply um, who are in my core support circle who have issues with being continually grounded Um, and we all have moments of feeling ungrounded 100% right but it can be a real struggle um, when you do find that you are able to show up for people consistently. Um, when others can't do the same or meet the same communication, consistent communication or whatever it is. And it can be really, speaking from experience, it can create a, a huge amount of vulnerability um, within me who has a rejection wound that I continually work through or a disposable wound, which is like someone gets sick of me and throws me in the bin and, and I don't matter anymore. Right. Um, when we have hot and cold communication in friendships, in relationship, it can be really tricky, particularly if someone has a rejection wound, but I'm kind of getting off topic here, but I want to explain, I guess, the depths of the situation. People that I love, like loyalty is number one, like we need loyalty, Right. But someone cannot be loyal to you if they are not loyal to themselves, right? And we should be loyal to ourselves first before we're loyal to someone else. But if we can't be committed to ourselves, then we can't be committed to someone else. And it's that simple, really. Even in friendship, it really is. It's really difficult to do. However, when someone is ungrounded, when someone's world is shaky, when they don't have that sense of safety within themselves, they cannot create that sense of safety for you within your friendship. Now that doesn't mean that there's not going to be moments of absolute, like I feel safe in this person's presence and I couldn't have got through this without them because I have those moments all the time with really beautiful people. But then I also have moments where I kind of go, Daphne's popping in to say hello. I don't know if you heard that sniff on the microphone. Um, It's really funny because I talk about Daphne a lot on here because she's always coming in and and kind of fucking shit up. But um, Jonathan, my beautiful, beautiful, big black boy, is next to me, my black labby boy, and he is looking in the screen and he is perfect. So I just wanted to mention his beautiful name. I was actually reflecting upon earlier, actually, like John is my stable, grounded, masculine, you know, protective when he needs to be. And then there's Daphne, who's my beautiful, chaotic feminine. (laughs) like a complete representation of the divine masculine divine feminine energy anyway coming back to where we're at We can't find groundedness in other people who are not feeling grounded in that time. And now groundedness, some people will say to me, what does grounded mean? And that is a very valid question. So for me, groundedness and the way that I'm describing it right now is feeling stable, is feeling connected to the earth, is feeling safe in our root chakra. So our root chakra governs, you know, feelings of safety, family that we came from, family that we're creating, sense of uh, place in the community um, and sense of belonging and power and safety, right? So for me, it's knowing, it's feeling safe. It's feeling like I have a home base. It's feeling like I have a home tribe um, within and outside of my family. And there's lots of different things that can come in and shape that up. For me, fear is a huge one, right? But I'm very privileged in that I have, I come from a very stable home and I have created a very stable home. Whereas some people that I love don't have that environment. They don't have that core stability outside of themselves. So they're continually sometimes searching for that stability within themselves. Now, I am lovingly unstable sometimes. (laughs) I'm definitely not, you know, a grounded, perfect human. But something that I really struggle not to feel hurt by is when others around me can't provide that same level of stability that I provide. Um, And generally it's just in communication and that's all. And there's obviously a little bit of anxious attachment within me. If you've looked into attachment styles and this is where this is kind of, you know, coming from and shining a light. And as we say, every relationship, every friendship, every interaction that we have is always a mirror of something that's going on within us. So for me to feel activated or anxious around someone's lack of engagement or lack of stability or consistency is highlighting something that's already within me, which is my anxious attachment. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, what I'm trying to say here, the message that I'm trying to get across here is that if you're finding one of your friends is not consistent and showing up for you or, you know, there are sometimes away with the fairies and don't get back to messages or whatever it is. I think we're often told, oh, they've just got lots going on. It's fine. Like it's not about you. It's not about you. One, I want you to recognize that the things that it's bringing up within you, they are about you. They are things that are inside of you. They are about you. It's not that that person is doing that to you. That person is just shining a light on something that's already there. First, so, for instance, my rejection wound, my fear of you know losing people that I love, my anxious attachment. That's within me. That's a meat issue. However, some, you know, and I was having a conversation the other day and I was saying, you know, it's confusing because this person is so grounded, but also so ungrounded and so stable, but so unstable. And again, this, we're humans, right? We're humans. But it can be really confusing. It can be really confusing on the other side, particularly in our core people who we lean on. So I want you to just know that it's never about you until it is. So it's not about you when someone's not showing up. It's not about you when someone's not being consistent. It is essentially, you know, before you look inwards and go, oh, what have I done wrong? And that anxious attachment starts to come up and rear its head, right? It's this element of like, oh, I wonder what's going on for them right now. I wonder how stable they're feeling in their life right now. How can I provide myself with a sense of stability in this moment? What can I do to activate and stabilize my root chakra? (laughs) Can I go and sit on the earth? Can I go and lean on a tree? Can I go and lay down? You know, what can I do to stabilize my root chakra? how can I feel more grounded so I, so I can extend some grounding to them, but also not rely upon them to receive some of my grounding and stability. And yeah, it's, it's tricky. It's tricky to describe without going into personal detail of others that are not me. I, well, I'm an open book. I'll share anything with you, but I won't share other people's stories from here without permission. But Sometimes like riding away, if you don't know what you're going to get, you don't know how much level of consistency you're going to get. But all we can do in those moments is come back to self, ask ourselves what it is activating within us. What is it pulling out? Because it has to be within us, right? It's like that beautiful story, which is, you know, if someone bumps into you and you're holding a cup of coffee, you're going to spill coffee uh, coffee out of the cup. If someone bumps into you and you have a cup of tea, you're going to spill tea. Out of your cup. The only thing that you're spilling, even when enticed and aggravated, is something that is already in your cup. So that's a powerful thing to remember. What is coming out of me in this moment? What is being activated within me? And also, what's going on for them? And just really realizing someone can only be as grounded for you as they are for themselves. I hope that makes sense, my beautiful ones. As I, <laughs> I just share a silly story with you before we end. um it is about little Miss Daphne Princess. I was looking for my peppermint tea. I've got like a hundred, you know, pack of peppermint tea. I said, I really want a peppermint tea. It's been birthday, birthday, birthday. So we've been overindulging a little. And I was like, peppermint tea is just really great for my belly, calming it all down. Couldn't find my peppermint tea. And I'm like, am I going mental? Like I have this huge box of peppermint tea. Where is it? But my son just went out the back before and he's like, hey, mom, check this out. Daphne had ripped up an entire box, stolen it from the pantry, ripped up an entire box of peppermint tea. What the box is? <laughs> anyway, my loves, have a beautiful day. I'll be back on to talk to you again soon. I'm committed to consistently recording a potty for you. I'm going to aim for one every weekday. Once again, love connecting with you all. Um, if you have any feedback, hit me up. If you have anything that you would like me to talk about, hit me up. If you want to chat on this podcast, let me know. Let's talk. Have a beautiful day, my loves. Bye.